Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm Jillian. And I'm Annika. And this is To the Fandom and Beyond, where we talk about anything and everything fandom related. For those of you who are back for another episode, we're so glad to have you here. And for those of you who are just joining us, we're also very glad to have you with us. In case you don't already know, this podcast is just going to be us talking off the cuff about the many things we love and also don't love about movies and TV. And maybe we'll throw in a book or two now and then. Hopefully you guys will enjoy what we're putting out each episode and continue to listen to us, so stay tuned. So, every show that we've seen, and most shows in general, have an episode, that one episode that is, like, better than the rest yes. in just either the storyline or the characters right. or whatnot. But on rare occasions they'll have more than one of those mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. And those are the kind of episodes that we're going to talk about right. in this episode. And when we're talking about these, we're focusing on the hour-long yeah, dramas these... versus instead of, you know, yeah. half-hour sitcoms. Because those don't really have the episodes that we're going to be talking exactly. about in this. Um, these, yeah, these will not focus on as many comedy right. shows as, you know, these... because they are half-hour, so there's not a whole lot of time to get in, a whole lot right. of, you right. know, context. And, and most of these types of episodes that we're going to be talking about are ones that we've seen many times throughout oh, yes. various shows and then also that we would love to see on shows that we're you know currently watching yeah. that are still running that we want to see desperately mm-hmm. happen yeah um there's a couple in particular one in particular that i love to see that yeah. i want to see in a couple of the shows that i watch mm-hmm. um uh so starting out with honestly one of my favorite one of my favorite like episodes one of my favorite episode like genre i guess mm-hmm. for them to do and it doesn't happen a lot because it kind of depends on what type of show it right. is what the context behind it mm-hmm. would be mm-hmm. um but it's the musical episode musical and, episodes are a gift and okay jillian knows i firmly this. believe that if it's at all possible that Please. any show should do yes. a musical episode. Exactly. And I firmly believe it. And Jillian knows this, and anyone who knows me knows this. I am such a sucker for musicals in general. She is. I I mean, obsess. I love musicals too, but she's like I obsess over musicals. I have an entire playlist on Spotify of like 300 <laughs> songs from musical episodes, movies, everything. Like, it's it's bad. Um. So, obviously, there are... Are quite there are actually quite a few shows that have musical episodes. Some mm-hmm. didn't do so well. I know there was one I was reading about earlier. I want to say it was Seventh Heaven I that did know. a musical episode. And apparently, it was so bad, like it didn't make sense. They couldn't sing. The dancing was awful. Um, I think another one that I was reading about that they did was. I I know like it's always sunny in Philadelphia did one, but we haven't seen that. No. Um. I think House did one, sort of, where it was like a hallucination. I don't know. But the ones that we're talking about right now are ones that we've seen before or we've heard about the most. Right. Um, obviously, one of the most famous ones is from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which yes. is Once More with Feeling. It is such a good episode. <laughs> it it's is so good. I remember, I think the first time I ever actually saw it was when we were visiting our sister in Utah. Right. And we were sitting on the couch with one of her friends, and we were right, watching she, it. I think she, our sister was at work, so we were hanging out with her roommates. Yeah, and we were watching it with her, and I just remember being like, what is this? This is amazing. I'm in love. I th- And I think this was before we both yeah. started watching It Buffy. was before either of us had, like, jumped on the train and being right. like, hey, we're going to watch it. Um, it's so well put together. And here's it the thing, is, is it's, an, 
it's not a musical episode that's just like a one-off that just has no you know it doesn't it doesn't have any link to any of the other right. episodes because here's the thing is in a show like Buffy these things can happen right it's um it's like you know they because i think it's like they summon a demon or something it was i believe it was um doesn't like joy dawn not joy yeah dawn dawn i believe is the one that summons the demon sort of and then he like makes everybody start singing and and what it is is that they're combusting from inside out right which is like crazy but also like we have fantastic musical numbers right um and and what what's great about it too is because you were saying it's not like just like a one-off thing is that they they have like you know in some of their songs they're talking about things that have happened exactly. before and there's you know? there's a few it's, key like, with, things with Buffy there's a few key things that happen of course because you have um you have Anya and Xander they have their musical number where they're kind of talking about their married life mm-hmm. or I think they're married at this point I think so um, their life together and then of course you have um I either believe, they are they've just gotten married or they're all about yeah to get I married. think this is also the episode where um. Tara figures out that um, Willow had used magic on her, even after she told her not to. Right. And oh yeah, that one because that's when they that's when they sing the "I'm Under Your Spell." And I'm just gonna yeah. say I'm not a fan of that song. I really am not. It's not my favorite in the song. show. I think my favorite one in the entire episode is definitely either um, I think "Walk Through the Fire." That's a good one. Or even um, what is it? Uh, Oh, it's the closing number, not closing number. Um, no, it's. Is uh, it the one where where Buffy's singing in the in like the club yeah, place? Yeah, and she's uh, talking about uh, something to sing about. That right, one. that's a good one too. It's really good. I'm not a fan of those notes that note. she has. <laughs> those few notes, they just are so I know, off. I know. But either way, but then also we have, it comes. It, it's a culmination of everything that's happened because. Mm-hmm. Of course, before this episode is when Buffy was brought back to life, which I will say was a huge, like, it upset so many people. And a lot of it, the reason it upset people, I think, is because it was out of her control. She didn't Mm -hmm. want to come back. She was happy. She sacrificed herself, and she was perfectly okay with doing that because she was saving her sister, saving the world again. And and because her friends couldn't live without her, because Willow couldn't live without her friends. I'm just going to say it right now. I have never been a fan of Willow. She was right. never my favorite. The first season, the I first liked and second her in the season, beginning. I was fine with her. But then her and Xander had their their affair, and all of this other crap happened, and she went psycho. And I was Dark like, okay, magic. I was like, okay, I'm done with you. I'm sorry, I I could not but, get into her. Um, but back on track. That though. being said, <laughs> the episode as a whole, when it came down to her revealing everything, Buffy mm-hmm. revealing everything about what happened. And then, like, her talk with Spike. Yeah. That whole thing was just so powerful for them. And, like, their scenes together in the episode, like, um, when he does uh, Rest in Peace, Mm. honestly, such a good song. It's so fun and it's so entertaining to, like, almost, like, get inside his mind Mm -hmm. and hear what he's thinking all the time. It's it's a good episode. Um, Probably one of their best, aside from um, The Quiet. I think the one where they all lose their voices. Oh, that's a good one. Um, another one that is in top like top ten, five musical episodes for me is Psych. Oh which my gosh! Is... I okay, but this is 
more of like a movie in a of sense. sorts. It's like a, it's like a musical. TV movie. It's I remember. It's, okay, I, I remember too because the, we both entered. <laughs> we both entered the contest. I won, won. <laughs> but I, I didn't know. So I didn't know that I had won until I came home and you and Mom. You have a video of it somewhere. I lost the video. Oh damn! Because there's a there's a picture that actually popped up on I think my Facebook memories recently. Yep. Of you wearing the pajamas yep. with the pillow. No, no. Okay, that was the Psych Sleepover Party. That's okay, the other one I won. Because I won both the Psych the Musical and the Psych the Sleepover Right, and party. I was so mad because I didn't <laughs> win either. But the Psych the Musical is... No, no. The Psych Sleepover is the one you got the video of me of. But the Psych the... Yeah. Uh, the Psych... Psych? The psych the Musical episode was so It was so good. great. It, like, here's... <laughs> like, it doesn't really... Like, it doesn't make sense for them to be, like, singing. <laughs> it really But doesn't. it's okay because the type of show that it is... Yes, it's like... It's uh, a dramedy. It, yeah. So it it's it's totally fine, and I think that they said that it doesn't really, it's like kind of outside of canon a little bit. I think exactly. is what they were saying when that when it premiered, is that, you know, obviously you know you know, things still happen. Yeah. Of course, you know, with the characters and things, but it doesn't really like fall anywhere like within the canon timeline really. Mm-hmm. But it's so good. Yeah. I love listening to the songs. Oh yeah, it's. I have so... them on Spotify. They're so fun to listen to. They really are, and like the way that they react. The whole cast did a fantastic job. Honestly, um, was it? Uh, I've heard it both ways. I love that. Fantastic <laughs> with Sean, fantastic and, La- Sean and Lassie. Bit. They're so good. Their dynamic is fantastic, but also of course you have um, is it making up a song? I love that one. Yeah, where they're just like and Gus and Lassie tap dance. Oh my gosh! Okay, tap dancing Lassiter is by far superior to everything. It's such a good. And here's the thing: is I don't remember it as much as some musical episodes because I haven't watched it as much. I've watched it a few times. Yeah, the only thing is we don't have it on DVD, right? So it's harder to watch that one. Um, but also, it's fantastic because Santa so Barbara fun. Skies is yeah, the phenomenal. Open, the opening number is just like right Here's off the, the bat, it opens with a fantastic see, song. That's the thing. If your opening number is not good, it kind of... It kind of is a little let down for the rest yeah, of the thing. Yeah. yeah. And then even... Even Woody, the 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 autopsy guy, Emmy, the Emmy, even he has a song <laughs> in the morgue, and he's like singing about about the case, I love and it's him just so much. funny. Um, okay, he's like singing about Jello and and his like his ex wife and yeah. all this kind of stuff. And it's so funny. So another I just love it. another one, and um, this one was a crossover episode, right. which is Flash and Supergirl. I don't was remember duets. this one as much. So this one, um, was kind of like interesting because this is it wasn't like had, in like a dream of sorts. yeah because it i believe it happens after monel and car break up because he lied to her right. and then barry and iris break up and the whole <laughs> the the um the point that puts them both together that kind of connects it is the fact that both of both barry and Kara love musicals and that they like were right, watching right. them and so this one is you know they bring in I want to say he's the music meister oh, which yeah. is Darren Chris uh-huh. and obviously Darren for those Chris. of you who know Darren Chris um, legend Darren Chris <laughs> and uh, Melissa Benoist and um, Grant Gustin Grant Gustin all worked on Glee, Glee together which is part of the reason I believe that they brought him in right. because they were like you know we can reunite you guys so in this one of course you have them going into a dream universe mm-hmm. where they're singers at a nightclub right and honestly Melissa Benoist singing anytime Melissa She's Benoist Grant singer. Gustin or um, all three of them. All three of them were fantastic. <laughs> and then, of course, you have Jesse L. Martin singing. Yes. And you have John Barrowman singing. <laughs> yes. And let me just tell you, oh, fantastic man. Um, and then you have uh, Carlos Valdez. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. He sings in it as well, who plays... Um, Cisco. Uh, Cisco. Thank you. Um, all in all, here's the thing. 
as like a musical episode, I enjoyed it. It was interesting mm-hmm. to watch, and I love watching Hara and Monel. They're adorable. Love them. Not a huge fan of Barry and Iris. I'm just gonna put that right there. Um, they were okay, but Kara and Monel really like took. Mm-hmm. You know, they they stole the show from me. I haven't watched this episode since it premiered, so I don't. Yeah, neither have I. Of it. Yeah. The only thing is, it's so funny I'm, because... I'm pretty sure I did enjoy it when it was on, though. Yeah, the one song that I remember the most from that is Running Home to You. And let me <laughs> We're not getting you, into that. No, okay, but it, no, but here's that. the thing. It's overused, it's, in your opinion. It is, because the episode, the way it was used in the episode was really sweet. It was really cute, mm-hmm. the way he just, like, played it and sang it to her. And then it just got overused. And I was like, I'm sick of the song now. And I haven't watched the episode since. Right. But I know that it's still a, a good musical episode, because it fits for the way they did it right and because and because the show is you know more kind of set in that you know superhero world exactly you know it's not really out of the blue for them to end up in a i will say it was it's a loss that arrow never had a musical episode oh my gosh it would have been fantastic um i know legends had a musical episode yes sort of Kind it of. was the Bollywood one. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember, remember that, that one. Much. I don't remember that one, but I, know I they remember had it was it. a fun one though. Yeah, um, and then the only other one I remember, not even remember parts <laughs> of, is Once Upon a Time. I, I haven't watched that episode since it aired, but because um, I want to say Hannah, Hannah Byers, Hannah Biles, Biles, Byers. I'm so Bile. sorry. I really I sorry. Love I you. forget your last name, but you're adorable. I love you on on YouTube. She recently, um, I think it was her. She recently watched. She's under uh, my voice teacher or your voice teacher. Yeah, name. your voice teacher on on YouTube. On there. Yeah. Um, she recently watched a bunch or a, a handful cup. of songs songs from the Once Upon a Time musical episode. So then I kind of was like kind of refreshing okay. my memory with it a little I'm bit. I'm just gonna say right now, the best song for that entire episode is Hook's song, Revenge is gonna be mine. <laughs> best song. And best song. On, on Once Upon a Time. Um it was a good episode though. From what I remember mm-hmm. it was like it was entertaining. It was I like the songs be- were good. I think it's because they were under a curse which is Again? why they were singing. Wow. Naturally. Who would have thought? I think. I'm pretty sure that it's because they were under a curse, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um I I don't remember a whole lot about it. I just mm-hmm. remember, like, Hook's song, and I remember Snow and Charming's song. That they have at the beginning. Yeah. Because yeah. then I think that's, that's like, right after the curse is yeah. set on them. Um, And here's the thing, is I know, is, like, I know some of them can sing because they've sang in other projects, I'm right. pretty sure. Um, But hearing uh Colin O'Donoghue sing was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. And they did it in a really, like, tasteful way, I mm-hmm. think. Um, making it, and I think the, the reason it was tasteful is because they didn't do it, they weren't their, like, modern selves. Right. For most of it, they were their fairy tale selves. Mm-hmm. So they were in the crazy costumes. They right. were in the, you I know, think there were, obviously, universe. there were a few songs the, that were in, I think set in, like, one of Storybrooke. the only ones was... The one at the end. The very, their yeah, wedding. W- their wedding. Which... Well, there's, there's another one when everybody, I think everybody's kind of, like, frozen or whatever, oh, or yeah. trapped, and then Emma's singing... Yeah. There's that one when they're, like, the mayor's office. Mm-hmm. But, so, yeah, that's one of them. Um, I don't remember that episode a lot, yeah. though, because, again, and I then, haven't seen it in a while. Um, of course, there's one that I know everybody talks about, but I personally have not gone to yet, and Grey's Anatomy, which is, <laughs> I want to say it's, like, the song beneath the song or something, which is... <laughs> I think it's kind of weird that they did a musical episode. It really is. It, and it, I, well, it here's feels, the thing. It, it feels like it doesn't work Here's the, the thing, show, you know? is apparently, from what I was reading, it's, like, the least, one of the least liked episodes of the series. Really? Yeah, because it's so out there. It's so ridiculous. Right. I feel like for that type of show, a musical episode doesn't work. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure we said it already, is that... 
not all of these things we're going to talk about work for everything. Yeah, and it's show. like, here's the thing. Medical dramas, they don't need to have musical episodes. I'm sorry. Unless it's like a comedy medical drama. Like Scrubs. Or, or unless... Scrubs the, could have done it. I don't know if they did. Unless the person's like in a coma. Even then. But even then, I feel like it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. So I haven't seen it. I just know the one, the only song I know about from that episode is the... When they um, sing How to Save a Life. Yeah. Is that the one that they sing? I think the, uh, yeah, where did I go wrong? I lost a friend. That, okay, honestly, I love that song, (laughs) but they need to not sing it. They need to not sing it in that context. Right. Because if I remember correctly, it's like Arizona and Callie get into a car crash and Callie was pregnant with Sophia. And so then they're like doing surgery. And so then they're all (laughs) randomly singing around her. I'm sorry, I haven't gotten to it yet, and even if I do get to it, I'm probably gonna skip it because I'm like, no, I'm not right. dealing with that. That's the thing about me. If I don't like, if I don't like what the an episode premise, is supposed to be about, she, I will skip it. If she doesn't like the summary of an episode, <laughs> if she's binge watching something, if she doesn't like the summary, she will skip the episode. I've seen it happen <laughs> while she's watching SVU. She's like, oh, I don't like that summary. I'm gonna go to the next one. I'm like, what is wrong with you? But, okay, but here's the I can thing. I, I can understand if you're re-watching the show. But okay, but see, here's the thing is afterwards, I will, if I've already, once I finish the series, then I'll go back and I'll watch That's not the point. It's not the point. <laughs> I can't, I'm sorry. I just can't sometimes. I can't if I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound, not I'm like, oh, they get kidnapped. Oh, that doesn't sound interesting. Oh, they get held hostage. Okay. That one sounds more interesting. Like, I, <laughs> I can't, I can't I deal with you. But yeah, so when I get to that one, I'm probably going to skip it because I know it was not the best. Um, and then... One that mm-hmm. was recent was Legacies. Right. And you did not watch this I did one. not watch I it. Did. I did. I haven't watched this season yet. I <clears throat> I enjoyed hearing Caleb sing. Yes. He was He's got a phenomenal. beautiful voice. Yeah. I, him as Damon was <laughs> phenomenal. And then, oh, it was just so great. So I loved hearing him sing. Yeah. He had his song. It was great. Lizzie had her own song. And I love Lizzie. So that was fantastic yeah. to watch her sing. I don't really remember much other than the musical stuff. I know that Hope had her own song. Yeah, she did have a song at the end. Um, she came on and sang... As Elena. Be- uh, no. Yeah, as Elena. Yeah, because yeah. Josie got her arm broken. Um, so then Hope came in to sing. <laughs> sorry, I don't want to laugh at that. That was um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was not trying to laugh at that. I know. Oh. Um, and of course... Uh, because she sang the song Always and... Always and Forever. Yeah. Because that's, like, what her family always said. Well, yeah, obviously. I know that, Jillian. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it for myself, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, so that was... I, I personally enjoyed, like, hearing the character, mm-hmm. hearing the actors sing and And here's stuff. the thing. I thought they all did a pretty good job I appreciate the, the fact that they were like, hey, we have these actors who can sing, we're going to do musical episodes. And what I liked about it, too, is that it wasn't, like... They weren't under like a curse or a spell. Okay, or but honestly, they were putting on a musical. Honestly, I probably would have enjoyed that a lot more. <laughs> it <laughs> probably would have been. It would have been interesting. I would have enjoyed that because then we could have gotten like MG being like, "What the hell is going on?" And like <laughs> the only one who's not under the curse because maybe he was like outside of the school at the well, time. Well, he actually in the episode he wasn't involved with the musical yeah. because he was trying to figure out who Puck was. He was yeah. like, you know, kept forgetting. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I thought that was fun that they had Puck in there because I, I I have a I played yes, Puck in do. high school. Um, I was in Midsummer's. I played Puck. I yeah. was. I was. I don't remember if I was Puck One or Puck Two because there was two of us and we were on stage at the same time. So it was awesome. We like we split the script. I remember. In half. I remember watching it. It was awesome. Um, um, but I here's the thing. I appreciate the fact that they did a musical because I'm a sucker for musical mm-hmm. episodes. But my thing is, I feel like 
because from what I was reading on Tumblr about it is that it just wasn't handled the best, the story itself, because right. it was like, they were like, it felt like it was more about the love triangle right. between I can, Steph and Damon and, and Elena. And I, can under, than, I can understand that because I, I do understand that because I personally would have liked to have seen more of like, you know, Klaus's story in the musical. Bonnie. And Bonnie, yeah, they, they, she had like a throwaway line reference. Like, in I'm the sorry, the queen who like was to like... She, I'm sorry. Okay. I, but also, yeah, I I think more of Klaus would have been, because like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, he found, he helped found the school technically. They they, they did show. I I did see that that because then, because then everyone was like, what? Right. And I was like. And then Hope is like, to Landis, she's like, you know, thank you for showing everybody my dad how I always saw him. Yeah. So that was nice. Yeah. So, but I personally probably would have preferred had they been like under spell. I think it would have worked. Would have been funny. Um, and then of course the one show that has had I feel like the most musical episodes had, like, of three, every show. Three or four. Um, they had Carrie, Heather's, Heather's, and then Hedwig and the Angry Inch. <laughs> and I'm gonna Riverdale. Say, yes, if you which couldn't guess, it's Riverdale. I've stopped watching. Yeah, neither of us have I've continued watching. With it. We didn't watch. The, I haven't we, watched any of this season. We haven't watched any of this season. We haven't. We didn't really watch season and four. And I didn't even. finish last season. Yeah. Either. So here's I think the I got thing. like halfway through. Here's the thing. I. I appreciate musical episodes. I do. When they're done correctly, um, my my big issue <laughs> with musical episodes is when they change the words and during Heather's. Here's the thing, though. It's a high school. I don't so, give a rat's ass if it's a okay, high school or but, a Catholic school. Okay, but because a lot of public schools, you're not allowed to do or say certain things when you're doing shows. And I know this from experience. Okay, yes, but Jillian, this is Riverdale. They don't care if their damn principal gets murdered. I know, but I'm just, okay. I'm just saying from a realistic standpoint, okay. most, I, yes. you know... I, but okay, I'm sorry. Also, the shows that they put on, I no don't know high how school, in the hell no they put those on. No high school would let them do Carrie, that. I can understand a little bit more. But Heather's? There is a, no way in hell our high school would have put no. Heather's on. When I did Midsummer's, we weren't even allowed to use wooden dowels as swords. We had to pretend. <laughs> I, I know. We had to pretend. So, okay, but like I was saying, though, my biggest pet peeve with some of these shows is when they change the words. Mm-hmm. And during Candy Store, which is one of my favorite musical it numbers, is. they changed the damn words. And I hated it so much. Yeah. I refused. And also, like, th- here's the thing, is if you're... Doing a musical, if you're if you're in the show, if you're performing a musical that's been performed on Broadway, right, or even you know on the West End or whatnot, mm-hmm. and you bring it to this cast who not all of them are musically trained, not right. all of them have musical theater experience, unless you have like Casey Cott, right, fantastic, um, he was like phenomenal. the best one in that whole episode, but and also, he had like one line that he sang, but also I think. The thing about it is, is you can't give them a song that is out of their range. Right. You because, need to adjust it. So because I know that during, well. I know that during Candy Store, it was very low. Right. Very low. And it's like, I get it. It worked. But also you could have put it up a little bit higher. You right. could have made the octaves a little bit higher for them. Mm-hmm. I, I know the original song is fairly higher right but like you could have found a middle ground yeah. to make it easier for them to sing and for it to sound good right but also like i mean they was... did a good job i guess with what they had that is true um i personally will always be a fan more of the carrie episode than i am of the other ones mm-hmm. mainly because we also did get to see alice have her moment i love alice which obsessed um so it, you know, it kind of depends. Right. They are not my favorite musical episodes of no. anything. Um, I did appreciate the scene I got to see of, um, 
I think it was Kevin as Hedwig and the Angry Inch because, yes, but also, like we were saying, there is no way that any school in their right mind <laughs> would let a high school one. high school drama club put on Hedwig and the Angry no. Inch. No way. I mean, when, when I did... I wasn't even allowed to... I couldn't even barely suggest putting on Rent because no. it was inappropriate. I'm I like, mean, okay. This one, it wasn't a musical, but when I did Our Town, we, oh had, to, we had to change because I played... I played the sun in one in mm-hmm. a, in a couple of scenes and we had to cuz in the show the sun is supposed to there's like a line about how he's like going around town smoking. We had to change it from smoking to cursing because <laughs> the like the school district or whatever didn't like it. And, and I was like, like do you right. not know that high schoolers smoke well, all the time? This show took I, yeah, but still. place like years yeah. years. But no, I'm a sucker for musical episodes too. Some I personally favorites. think that many shows should have one. I think I've said it before, but I think that Prodigal Son should have a musical oh, episode. Oh, Prodigal Son would be phenomenal if, with a musical episode. And I think I already pitched my idea in our <laughs> Prodigal Son episode, but I mean, if you just get Malcolm high on drugs again or something or LSD <laughs> and then he hallucinates and everybody's exactly. singing and he solves the case that way because we know he can solve the case in his head while he's give, unconscious. He's done it already. Give Mr. David a damn solo. Give him a solo. Please. Give him a tap solo. Oh, please. Um, okay, so aside from musical episodes, our next favorite, or I guess not next favorite, but uh, right up there, is noir episodes. Yes. Now, noir episodes, for those of you who aren't familiar quite familiar with the term is more set in the 1910s and 1920s and black and white right so it's a lot of you know the underground clubs mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff some of the best some episodes of, the best. of these TV shows are noir episodes i think it, i think with noir i feel like it's kind of like 40s and like from like the 10s to the 40s yeah 10s to 40s makes sense yeah yeah that that era works mm-hmm. when you have like the flappers, when you have the you know, you know prohibition, exactly. All that so jazz, you know, one the of clubs. them, one of our favorite ones, and we've watched this one quite a few times, is in... the Blue Butterfly in Castle. <laughs> that is probably hands down one of my favorite episodes it's of so that good. show. It is so good. Because, oh no, here's I the think thing. we talked about it before. Is we talked about it before? Yeah, we probably have. Yeah, is one you get the cast as. The act, like you get the cast because, in those roles, right? Because he, you know, he's reading the diary from this private detective, and so then you see the flashbacks to that, and then you get the main cast portraying these, you know, the the PI, and then you know the mobsters girl mm-hmm. and the bodyguards, and it's so fantastic. And okay, I, I love it. It's because like the whole thing, you know, is like the the well, not not black and no. white, but more of kind of like a sepia. Yeah, and here's the thing. Here's my my favorite. And then thing. that one pop of color is the blue butterfly. Yeah, one one of my favorite things about the episode is that it goes back and forth from him reading the diary or the journal in present day right. back into the past. Right, and right. you see these transitions. You see, you see kind them of what's solving happening. the case in the present while the story's unfolding in the past. Yeah, it's so good. They do a really good job. Their very, accent, all very their good. accents are, oh, like, yeah. spot on. Uh, Seamus Dever and oh, oh, oh. Um, John Huertas. I Huertas? think so. Those two were phenomenal so, with their accents so because uh, Seamus had, you know, His uh, Irish Ir- accent. an Irish accent and then John, Javi. of course, had more of a Hispanic yeah, accent. Very, yeah. Very heavy. And it was so, they did so good. The it whole was episode is ridiculous. And, and also having uh, Lanny. Yeah. Having her as the nightclub singer was... Lanny. Lanny was the Lanny. Having her as the nightclub singer was Great. such a good choice. She did such so good. a good job. 
And like, and I think that was the first time I really understood what the term T strap heel meant. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I never, re- I never really understood it because I mean, I heard it from TV. I man. heard it all the time watching like "Say Us to the Dress" uh-huh. and what not to wear, but I never really understood what a T strap heel mm-hmm. was until I watched that and they showed it, and I was like, oh, okay, right. Look at that. Um, I, I personally, I love that episode. Now it makes me want to watch. I'm gonna watch it okay. again. Um, another one that is a noir in a sense, but they didn't go full black and white is Legends of Tomorrow. And that one was season five, and it was when they did their Bugsy Siegel episode. Right. Which, I'm just going to say, the best part of that entire episode was Ava getting drunk. <laughs> and then getting singing. Her getting hammered was phenomenal. Oh, was awesome. I don't remember that one as much. Me neither. But I do appreciate And here's the thing about Legends of Tomorrow, is they can do those they can episodes. They do this stuff, and it totally works, because they are that type of show. Yeah, like, they don't take themselves seriously, and that's why the show works. Exactly. I know, I know we've said it before. Yeah, um, but like having, I don't remember the actor's name, but he came in to play um, Bugsy. Bugsy Siegel. He was phenomenal. They're, like I said, that like their accents that they do, they put mm-hmm. on that gang, that, you know, mobster accent. Right. So good. Um, and Sarah all dressed up is, yes, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but Katie, Katie Lotz is everything to me. I love her dearly. <laughs> um, she's one of my favorite bisexual characters on TV ever. You mean Sarah Lance? S- yeah. Same person. Okay. They're two different people. Sa- I don't care. Either way, they're... See, we get, on, we get on people on the internet all the time about how they can't separate <laughs> the character from the actor. Now here you are. I know, but... Sarah Lance, bisexual queen. That's all I'm mm-hmm. saying. Um, so that one, obviously, I don't remember as much. But I did right. appreciate that they had Bugsy Siegel because I love the story of Bugsy Siegel. I love his okay. history. Shout out to BuzzFeed for their episode about Bugsy. BuzzFeed Unsolved. We love that one. Um, but, of course, one of my favorite um, noir episodes yes, is, this is, a good one. <laughs> is from the show Lucifer. <sighs> it was this last season, I think, that they did it. Yes. Yeah, because so this was episode. Was it 5A? Yeah. Because it was um, Trixie and... Oh, yeah. yeah. So this episode was a story. It was a story being told within the show. Right. This one was um, Lucifer telling Trixie the story of how he got his ring. From Lilith. Yes. Um, and for those of you who know Lilith, you know she's a demon. She's, you know, queen, whatever. Mother so, of all demons. Yeah. So with this one, we got... Again, we got the actors going, stepping into the roles of previous care of older characters. Of the characters in the story. And, okay, one of the best parts about it is having Ella's care, having Ella and Chloe, they're like you know the actors in the roles that normally males would portray, right. which was so, it was so good, great. so it was such good. a good choice. Seeing Ella as like this mobster, it was so awesome. What the I hell? love that character already Phenomenal. as it is. She's so adorable, but also and I love her. Tom Ellis in a suit like that Oof. in ah, oh, amazing. I love him. But they did a really good job because we got him telling the story to Trixie, mm-hmm. him explaining things, and her giving her input. Right. Um. We got to see Lucifer before. All of this happened. We got to right. see him before a lot of what was happening, you know, came to came, came to, to be. Came to be. <laughs> um, we saw him interacting with Lilith for the first, not for the first time, but we saw him interacting with Lilith. Right. We saw, um, we saw them, you know, having these conversations and him conversations kind of, that kind of that came into play. Yeah, foreshadowed later. a lot of stuff that was going to happen. And then, of course, we find out later in the episode that uh, Maze had persuaded Trixie into getting this information right. so she could find out about her mother, who is Lilith. Which I love because I love Trixie and yeah. Maze's friendship. Exactly. It's adorable. So honestly, 
every episode needs to have noir. And I'm just you mean saying every show. Every show, yeah. I'm just saying it was a it was a shame that White Collar oh, never did a so noir good. episode. It would have been so good. I'm sorry. How? That makes no sense it because so it good. would have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. It would have been amazing because Matt Bomer in a nineteen in like nineteen twenties get up would have been yes. gorgeous and even Sarah Ellis. At, like um, what's her the actress? Uh, it's Hillary, right? Yeah, Hillary. Hillary Burton. Hillary Burton. Um, her in like nineteen twenties garb, mm-hmm. phenomenal. I think they should have done it. Anyways, <laughs> um, but speaking of white collar, the next episode genre that we have is the flashback episodes. Right. So, this could be one, about characters. Yeah, it so, could be about um a specific story point or this something flashback episodes can kind of be typically i think they're about the characters it can kind of be you know categorized in different ways when it right. comes to flashbacks because um there are like the clip shows which are typical of some of, of some shows um something i think it would be more likely something that would happen in like Grey's anatomy or scrubs right those kind of shows or even i think they might have done an svu briefly at one point um where it's you know bits that have been in other episodes that they that they put together for one episode right. and it's kind of you they you see these things but these flashback ones are more of the actors stepping into role stepping into their role as a younger version right or casting younger actors to portray those yes. characters um but i always love when they have like adults you know like there's like an adult character on a show and then they show flashbacks to like their high school days and they just have them like <laughs> they just like give them bangs or a baseball cap yeah. and like a t-shirt and it's like all right you're 15 like, like uh no <laughs> okay but i will say okay sometimes i'll, I'll talk works. about it in a minute i'll talk about it in a minute um when i'm okay and everyone who has seen the show or who even hasn't seen the show will agree with this is that the casting for flashback scenes in supernatural oh. is phenomenal on point the actors like colin ford is one of them i I can't remember the other actors names i feel really bad but the actors that they get to play the young Mm -hmm. versions of these characters is incredible because it's like spot on somehow didn't didn't um i think colin the one who plays young dean didn't he say that he like watched jensen's performance to kind of get like the I think that was him mannerisms. yeah i think that was him um could be the other kid i don't know it could no i think colin ford played sam maybe i don't know i don't i don't <laughs> i don't, I don't, re- I don't remember all of their names and i feel bad because they're all incredible but one of the ones that i was thinking of the most is the supernatural very supernatural christmas which is when we see um this one involves pagan gods pull, pulling people up their um their chimneys um on Christmas, That's which fun. not yeah, um, and it's the first time we have the whole like fudge yeah fudge this kind of thing, <laughs> um, but with this one we also get a flashback to when Dean and Sam were young, and they were waiting for John to come back to the motel, and Sam had a gift that he was gonna give to John, and we it's revealed towards the end of the episode that that gift is the amulet, which is the amulet Ew. that Dean wears for the first five seasons I want to say, and I will say it was a shame that they got rid of the amulet. It was. Uh, is a staple of the show. It was mm-hmm. a staple of Dean's character. Um, but the actors that they have playing young Sam Dean are really sweet. Right. Um, and the thing about the flashbacks in Supernatural is it happens every season. Every single season, pretty much, we've gotten flashbacks to them in their right. younger days or even to John and Mary in their younger days. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when you do a flashback episode... If you're going to cast younger actors to play the older characters, you need, like, the casting has to be 
like, uh, spot on as you it can has get to it. be like as like you yeah. said like as spot on as you can get and, it because otherwise it's gonna yeah and be we'll like, talk well, more about it like later but, and it also depends on like how much younger they're supposed to be right, because right. like you were saying is sometimes if it's set you know five years li- earlier mm-hmm. and they're only you know they're only 20 they're only 21 or something and they're supposed to be 15 16 right. whatever they easily can just throw well, a baseball said, cap sometimes on them sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't <laughs> yeah they sometimes do it okay i'm just gonna say obvious. they do it a lot in hallmark movies they do where they funny. just throw baseball cap on them or they put bangs on the women yeah. and i'm like okay why not it works um <laughs> but like i said supernatural does a really good job with their flashbacks they um they i don't think they ever had like a full flashback episode mm no it was no. more of just kind of like you here said, and like, there yeah. yeah but that one is really good because that one had like three separate flashbacks mm-hmm. and i found it amazing um and like i was saying earlier about white collar their episode was forging bonds and this one was set i want to say it was this one was in the end of season one i believe um and this one had neil telling Peter, the story of how he met Mozzie, yeah, and how him and Kate came to be, you know, yes. do their thing. That's Obviously, a good one. because it was only eight years before, they didn't have another actor playing right. Neil, right. which I was okay with. They just had a, you know, they kind of ruffled his hair up a little bit, put right. him in other clothes. But it was such a good episode because you got to see how their dynamic started mm-hmm. and how, and we even got to see Peter and and Elizabeth in yes. their younger days, which I was adorable. Them. She's um, one of my favorite TV wives. Yeah. That was a, it was a great flashback because we kind of got to see how it all began. We got to see. And those are always fun when you get those flashback episodes of showing the characters before, you know, before the show started. And speaking of, you know, in the beginning, one of the best things that, and it's only happened on the flagship show, which is 911. And for those of you who've seen it, know that they, each season, no, yeah. Well, there's. I think. I think sometimes it'll be like, a, like it's only one or two in a. Season. It's only been seasons two and three. Um, season one didn't have it. No, oh. it's two, three, and four now. Yeah. Um. So, in seasons two, three, and four so far, we've gotten every single character's had a begins episode. Right. I think it started with. Henby. No. It was. Yeah. It was. I think was, it was. Was Bobby she, begins the first one? No, because that doesn't happen until the end of season two. It was. Maybe it was Chimney then. I think it was Chimney and Hen were really close to each other. Right. Then it was um, Bobby. Bobby begins again. Yeah. And then, and then season a, three, we had Athena. Athena begins and Eddie begins. And, and then, then season four, finally, we had Buck begins. And yes. I will say, every single for every single episode that they've done for the begins have been so. They've been good. so good because it was so nice to be able to see these characters before. The, you know, the versions of them that we know now. Yeah, I will say they were sad on some parts. Yeah. Um, watching Bobby's Athena, was sad. Bobby's was, was sad. so, so heartbreaking. Athena's was heartbreaking mm-hmm. beyond belief. Um, and pretty much for all of them, we had... It wasn't just, we're going to throw you into the past right. and then stay, stick you there. Like, no, it was, we got back and forth. We got them mm-hmm. talking about their past and then us seeing it. And one of the best ones, they honestly, I think my favorite one that they did, besides Athena Begins, Athena Begins is definitely my favorite. It's a really good one. But I think my favorite has to be Buck Begins now. That was because a really good one. Because the thing is, he is such a, he is a character that everyone loves. Mm-hmm. And we've been waiting to see how <laughs> he started, how, right. what happened. And what I really liked about it too, is that we didn't just see one period of his life. We saw multiple points of his life showing how he got to where he is. Exactly. You know? And they did it well. Mm-hmm. They did it well because... The casting for okay. young 
for young uh, Buck. Buck and young Maddie was... <laughs> young Maddie was adorable. She was so cute. That, everything about it. Um, And we got to see them kind of... We got to see how they became who they are now. Right. And, like, Athena Begins, the casting for young Athena was oh, incredible. spot on. Yeah. And so good. the only ones that we didn't get younger casting for were... Bobby. Eddie, Bobby, Chim, and Henry. And Hen. Those were right. the only four that we didn't get. The only two we got younger casting for was um, Buck and Athena, which I was fine with. It was fine. Because yeah. then um, we didn't need to have the younger versions for the other ones because it wasn't necessary. And because their stories didn't really start until... They were older. older. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I, they were my favorite. They were honestly, I think everyone, most people's favorite episodes from each season are the Begins, are the begins episodes. Yeah. Because they're what we look forward to. We were like, oh, yeah. okay, this is, this is crazy. You know, a lot of people want to see how their favorite character yeah. came I will be. say though, the fact that we didn't get to find out about why Chimney is named Chimney. I want to know. Upsetting. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Um, so they have their great flashback episodes. I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, but... One of my favorite, like, begins episodes type thing is in The Mentalist. Is yeah. their 100th episode. I love The Mentalist. Um, and I remember because I told you that it was happening and you were so excited. And you were, like, waiting for it to ha- You were waiting I for was. it to come up. It's season five, I believe. And it's their 100th episode. So we see how Jane meets everyone. Mm-hmm. We see how his whole thing with them starts. Right. It was so good. It was, it was so cute. <laughs> it was so cute. I love that Seeing show. all of them starting out. Um, but then... One of my favorite flashbacks, um, and it always will be one of my favorites, um, is going to be in Firefly, oh, Out of Gas. Oh, such a good episode. It's so good, because this is one where it starts out... This is where we out, get to see how the characters came to be where they are. Yeah, so it starts out in the present. Yes. Future, present. The with, present. <clears throat> yeah, but it's the future for us, but present for them. Oh my gosh. I'm just saying. The present day way in terms of the show. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, anyway, so we see this, we see, you know, and, and it starts, it, it kind of, well, we see it like after everything's so, already well, happened. So here's the thing. Kind of, it, is, like it jumps this right one, into it. Yeah. This one starts out after all the action has happened. Right. We see Mac in Mal. Mal. I'm don't, I was thinking of MacGyver. <laughs> um, we see Mal in the ship and we see him struggling, you know, right. to figure out what's happening. And as this is happening, he, he flashes back to how he meets right. Kaylee and uh, <laughs> and Wash, Wash and Zoe, and we no. see yeah. Well, we don't see how he meets Zoe. No, because, no, but, but we see they how did. they get the ship. Yeah, and know? then uh, Jane even like we right. see how he meets all of them. Right. Um, which I find is so and cute, it's so great, it's and such like such a great episode, <clears throat> and um, definitely one of my favorites. And Kaylee is adorable She's in her little flashback. Um, and then also along with that, we see how all of this is happening that why the reason why Mal is on the floor the reason right. why he's struggling to breathe mm-hmm. so and it's got why he's bleeding it's not out. just one flashback piece it's two flashback pieces because we see the flashback of how he met his crew and the flashback of why he's bleeding on the floor <laughs> exactly you know so it's a two for it's so good twofer. if you guys yeah. haven't seen it i definitely suggest like finding the se- the series and going to watch it a season it's one season <laughs> it's one i know i know <laughs> Okay, this one is an angsty one for sure. This is one of my personal favorites. I think this is probably, I probably love this one more than musical episodes. Oh, yeah. Even though this one, the the one, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. This one, I love this one, this, this, so this genre, one, even though it's super angsty. So this one usually only happens in, like, like crime, crime shows. shows. Yes. It's very rare. It yeah, it's very rare that it'll happen in any other type of mm-hmm. drama show. Um... 
This one is Can the buried. Go ahead. It's the buried alive slash hostage situation. It's so good. I love these. Okay, I don't know why. Angst. It's because it's because of the angst. We like for sure. And here's the thing: is we all, whether we want to admit it or not, we all like seeing our favorite characters suffer because then we get to see how they heal later. Right. We get to see the the hurt comfort. We right. get to see the fluff and it's the like, angst. Yes, I want the fluff. I want to see the the you know the domestic, mm-hmm. the domesticity from my favorite ships and from my favorite characters. I want to see all that, but I also want to see them struggle a little bit. You know, yeah. I want to see them go through these hard times mm-hmm. so that they can find that reward of yeah. being happy and. This is personally one of my favorite ways that that happens. One of the episodes I know most people will think of probably when they think of Buried Alive is in Bones when Brennan Mm -hmm. and Hodgins get buried alive after the gold gold digger. (laughs) Yeah, the grave digger when she um, buries them alive in the car. That's a really good episode. episode. Honestly, I I watched it several times because it's really good. I think I've only seen it the one time. And and I think think I've seen the clip a couple times. And here's the thing is it happens almost every single Buried Alive scene is... Almost every single Buried Alive episode of a show, you get the, you know, usually, almost always it's the love interest who's in the, who's buried alive, uh-huh. and their love interest is up top trying to get them right. out, and then almost every time we see them running down and <laughs> digging at the digging dirt or at the grand, ground with their hands. It's so funny it's because so it's good, like, though. it's kind of ridiculous because it's like, okay, but if You're it was You're not getting a, anywhere with that. <laughs> exactly. But it's really good because we see both Angela and Booth running down mm. and, you know, finding them in the sand and pulling them out. Such a good episode. Sand, isn't it dirt? No, I think it's sand. Aren't they buried in a graveyard? No. They're buried in the middle of, like, the desert. Oh, like I said, I haven't really <laughs> seen the episode once. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, yeah. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Leverage. Yeah, you are. So, like, okay, there we go. We'll go to that <laughs> one. Good segue. Um, is... This is probably my we've, favorite I don't know episode. how many times we've even seen this one. I've seen it so many times. This it's probably so definitely, good. like, one of my top three favorite episodes of Leverage. Oh, yeah. It's so good, you know, because, uh, you know, Hardison is the one that gets buried alive. Yeah. You know, a con goes wrong, so he gets buried alive. Yeah. And the team has to find it. It's him. only for, and I think it's only for the last, like, half hour of the episode. Right. But it's so good because then, you know, Parker's on the phone with him. And this is before they're together. You know, mm-hmm. this is season, what, two? Four. Is it four? Season four. We just finished season two. I think it's again. because we're in the middle of watching the early seasons with our brother, but we just like watched yeah, that Yeah, no, one. this is season four. Okay, it is season four. Season okay, four, so, Grave Danger. So it's like with Parker and Hardison, you know, it's they know how each other feels about mm-hmm. the other, right? So like they know how they feel about but each other. But they haven't admitted it. But they it. haven't like gone anywhere with it yet, but mm-hmm. we get to see that connection that they have that bond you know of and her we also helping him and i think one of my favorite him moments her. i think one of my favorite you know parts of it is him is seeing him struggle in the coffin mm-hmm. is seeing him like scared and hyperventilating yep. a little bit and kind of freaking out and then you see how basically how parker's voice calms him you right. see how just talking to her mm-hmm. helps him and, calm down and you know and she you know she kind of has a little freak out moment of sorts, you know, where she's like, you know, you can't leave, you can't leave me, I need you. And she calls him Alec, which... Which oh. she never does. Yeah, it's so good. And it's phenomenal. It's t- hands down one yeah. of my favorite episodes of the show. And this is another one that both Prodigal Son and MacGyver need oh, to have an episode need, of. I've already written a Buried Alive <laughs> I fan need, fiction for Prodigal Son, so they see, can easily take it and use it. I need to see Malcolm Buried Alive. Okay, I don't need to see Malcolm Buried Alive, but I need to see him in danger... Like he always he is, always always and having it. having Danny not understanding, not like understanding how she feels, and like right. not understanding how right. she's reacting. I need it to be where it's like they're kind of like towing 
tiptoeing around each other, kind of like they've maybe like next season, hopefully if we get a third season. Oh yeah. And they're kind of like tiptoeing around their feelings. Like they know how they feel, but they're not quite sure if they want to go there yet. And then Malcolm gets kidnapped and buried in a coffin somewhere. And then Danny's like freaking out. And, you know, then she's, like, it's kind of helping her realize her feelings. Mm-hmm. And I've already written a fan fiction, but they're together in my story. But, I mean, you can, writers, you can still use it and adjust <laughs> it how you want to. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, I, I just think, like, Buried Alive episodes. MacGyver needs one, too. MacGyver really it. needs one. I don't they care. Had, like, an almost Buried Alive moment in an early episode with uh, Mac, Jack, and Riley when they're in the car and, like, there's the dirt and everything. But I need a full-on... One of them gets buried alive, preferably either Mac or Riley, so we can see the other one freaking out over them. Yeah. Because um, I just think that would be peak. I, I do need to see it. I need to see it. I Preferably, I would like it to be Mac buried alive, because then we can see, like, Riley freaking mm-hmm. out and having her be, like, not knowing how to do right. it. But then also seeing Desi, like, being way calm mm-hmm. and everyone being like, he's your boyfriend. And right. everyone being like, I well, I know he'll find his way out of it. Right. And she's kind of like, uh, but... Um, like I, I just I need it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Um, but okay. One of my favorite buried alive scenes and one of my favorite buried alive She's episodes. She's seen it so many times, you guys. And you've seen it too. I've seen it. A is few times. um in CSI the original CSI, which is my favorite CSI. Um, <laughs> and it's when Nick Stokes gets buried alive, and it's so good because George Eads is an incredible actor, and I don't know if people like understand how good of an actor he really is, mm-hmm. because. The episode itself is so heartbreaking to watch. It's right. gut-wrenching because you're like, one, you don't know if he's actually going to make it out alive. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But also seeing the team freak out over him and right. then his Trying reaction his reaction to being found and, like, that mm-hmm. sob of, like, relief that right. he lets out is just so overwhelming and it's so good. It's definitely one of your favorite scenes. <laughs> it's one of your favorite scenes, yes. But it's also one of my favorite two-parters. Right. Because it is a two-parter. It's part one and part two. That's what a two-parter I is. I know that. <laughs> I'm saying it's like the, I think it's the two-part finale of season five, I believe. Because then we see it, we see his reaction all that. We see it play over into season six right. when he's reacting to like bugs flying on him mm. and he like freaks out a little bit. Right. Or, you know, being you know held in somewhere and he's like no like he's he gets a little you see it kind of playing over um but then with the hostage side of it yes these are and here's the thing is um pretty sure macgyver kind of had a hostage one of sorts with mac with mac yeah in the bank yeah yeah but i need like a full on yeah one of and this is another leverage one is the bank shot job in season two that's a good one yeah season two is um, Nate and Sophie Nate, stuck inside. Yeah, Nate and Sophie get stuck inside a bank during a robbery gone wrong. Um, Cause, I, because they're in the bank for a con. Yep. But then somebody comes in to rob the bank <laughs> while they're there, so they have to keep up their con, keep trying to con this guy, while also figuring out why these people are trying to rob the bank. Exactly. And then and helping them. And then, of course, the Nate gets shot. Naturally. Um, and, it wouldn't be a hostage and, situation if they didn't get but shot. But see, here's the thing. Here's the twist. Is then, of course, it turns out that the hostage people are only doing it because their their other person was Got taken kidnapped. hostage. Yeah. Right? So it's a whole big mess it's of hostage situation. It's a whole big situation. I think it's a great episode. It it's, is a great it's episode. It's honestly one of their best episodes, I think. Just because it's... I think it's the first one with McSweeten. No, the first one with McSweeten is in is in season one. Is, oh, that's right. Is the wedding. That's right. Okay. It's the first one with McSweeten. For some reason, I kept thinking it was that one. Nope. Um, but we do see him again in that yeah. one, which I love. And, you know, we got to see Parker and Hardison put on their FBI personas exactly. again, which is always great. Um, and then another bank robbery one 
is in Castle. That's a good one. And, and again, another one where he gets shot at. <laughs> And the bullet gets stopped. It dots the eye on his vest. Oh, that yeah, that is that. And he gets dots it framed. The eye on his vest, yep. Which the fact that he actually got it framed kills is me. Great. Um, but well, also he would have been killed if he wasn't wearing a vest. I know that, Jillian. <laughs> I know that. Um, it has one of my favorite Kate moments where she's in the truck talking to the hot talking mm-hmm. to the um the people the pe- the bank robbers. And they're just like, you know, now you've only got ten minutes, kind of thing. And she's just like, no, I've got twenty. And I was like. Oh, damn, that's hot. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, here we go again. Um, it's so good. And it's. I think it's really good. Is that... Are they dating at that point? I don't remember. <clears throat> what season is it? I don't remember. I thought you would remember. <laughs> no. it's, you're obsessed with it. I know, but I haven't watched the show in a long time. I want right? to say it's season five. It's probably... I think it's... It might be, like, towards the middle Her of the Her hair series. is, like, longer. Okay, so it's probably, like, four or five. That's what I thought. Um four on because four is when she has the yeah the longer hair. hair um it's so good it is a good one and also because i'm pretty sure we like we think that he is gets it, shot is it a bank point. is it a bank robbery because the one that i'm thinking of is the one where it's at like a some kind of like doctor's office or something and then he gets like pulled in because, because it's with him and martha it's with him and martha is oh, the, one I'm th- the I'm, bank robbery one i'm thinking of a different one then. <clears throat> the bank robbery one is the one with him and martha okay yeah, no, I think I'm thinking of the one where he gets called to a hostage situation oh, I do remember that because one, though. the person reads his books. <laughs> I do remember that one, though, yeah. And so he gets called in to be the negotiator. That's the one I'm thinking of. And okay. I think that might be the one where he gets shot because he's wearing his yeah. vest. Okay. Yeah. But that's not the one you were talking about. No, that's not. You're talking about a bank robbery, so yeah. never mind then. So that's a good one. Um, but, They're both great episodes, yes. I'll say that. But then my probably my favorite hostage situation episode and mind you, there's not a whole lot of them in a lot of episodes or shows. Or even if there are, it's like I haven't seen them. Right. Is in the show The Glades, which is not a very popular, well-known show, right. I don't think. I've seen episodes here and there. You've seen the entire series. No, I have not. You watched it with me and Mom because we watched the series finale together. I'm just saying. I have not seen the whole yes, thing. Yes, you have, but okay. I know I've seen the end. You've seen the entire thing. Um... But this one happens, I want to say it's the season two finale, um, and it's called Breakout. I've seen this episode. Yes. This episode is one of their best. This one is um, the hospital. So this one is in bank robbery. This one yeah. is a hospital that goes into lockdown because there's two fugitives there right. who take everyone hostage. One of which is, One of which ends up being Callie, who is the love interest for the main character. Right. Um, he gets really hot in this episode. He's really hot in this episode. You touch one hair on her. No, shh, my line. <laughs> my line, not yours. This episode has one of the best lines that I've ever heard, okay? And I meant, I use it in you a story so I wrote. You got so offended. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was very excited for this line, which is when they're, they're about to, like, they're He's taking like, the money. holding the gun at him. <laughs> the raw the hostage taker has a gun on Callie or has a gun on Jim, I can't remember. And doesn't he have like his arm around her neck? Can you <laughs> shut up for like five seconds, please, Missy? Um and Jim looks at him dead in the eye and he's just like, if you harm one hair on her head, I will hunt you down and kill you like a dog. And he looks so he looks so hot when he says it. I don't know what it is. It's ridiculous. It's so good though. It's so good because um it's at a hospital this time, and so then you have all of these patients who are also being... And all the doctors and the nurses, mm-hmm. you know? A lot of things could go wrong. Exactly. And people could get hurt. And then, of course, it turns out Not that... Not to say that innocent people want to get hurt in, like, a bank robbery, but yeah. there's a lot more 
people in a uh-huh. hospital than in a bank. Are there? Typically. Yeah. Because you got floors and floors <laughs> in a hospital. Um, because with this one, it, the, the twist is that one of the um, hostages is actually in on the inside. On the inside, yeah. She's working with the, take, with the hostage takers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, like, switch clothes at the end. So it turns out, you know, they're... They ran off already, and it's so good. Um, it's one of my favorite Callie and Jim scenes. Um, the episode itself, the entire episode itself, is really, really good mm-hmm. for a finale of a season. Um, I can't think of any more for hostage, but again, I th- I think MacGyver should have another hostage one where Riley sure. gets taken, and yes. then Mac. We get to see Mac freak out. Like, <laughs> I'm all for seeing episodes where either Mac or Riley gets taken, or something happens to them, and the other one freaks out yes. because they're obviously in love. Obviously, of course they are. Mm-hmm. Why not? Um, the but okay. All in all, those are like the four five ish. Four. Well, because that one Three, is like four. the last one was like a two part. Okay. You know we have hostage and then yep, buried yep. alive. All four or five of those are probably, those are, like, the only ones that really, we feel like are, like, necessary for for shows to have. And and like you you said at the top, this is more for, like, the drama, hour-long drama shows, typically... Crime shows. Crime shows. Is more likely for it to happen Because they're more likely to happen with Or even, like, supernatural type shows. Right. Um... I think every show should have it, no matter if they're a drama or comedy. Yeah. Me um, too. I'm gonna just. I mean, New Girl. I mean, where you at? Like, give me some. Uh, in season, in the final season of Brooklyn Nine Nine, give me every single one of these tropes. Oh yeah. <laughs> give me all of it. Give me that musical episode. Give me. See when you want to see Jake buried, being buried alive. I mean, it would be interesting. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. even, I don't know, Charles being buried alive would be interesting. <laughs> I love Charles, though. Rosa being... No, Rosa wouldn't let herself get buried no, alive. No, she would not. She would not. She'd bury the other person. <laughs> Hitchcock and Scully being buried alive. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but then they'd annoy their cappers too much, and the yeah. captors would just no. be like, go. Every um, show should have everything. Every show needs to have one. Um, they If they can. If it works. I don't care if it works or not. Have it. <laughs> Except musical episodes. Don't screw those up, because yeah. I will come at those, you. Those ones are a little bit more tricky to Musical do. episodes are the only ones... That I think need to be really planned out ahead right. of time to understand how your actors' voices work mm-hmm. and how their dance ability is. For sure. And then you can do it. Right. Um, but I'm just going to say, like, every show needs to have one right. of everything. So, if you guys can think of any shows that we didn't talk about that have anything like this that you want us to check out, please let us know. Yeah. We're more than happy to. Or if you can think of a show that you want to have something like this, also let us know. We'd love to talk to you please. guys about it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at JillyBean729. That's G-I-L-L-Y-B-E-A-N-729. And I am at Annika Davila. That's capital A-N-N-I-K-A, capital D-A-V-I-L-A. And you can also find our podcast on Twitter at T-T-Fab Podcast. So come on, talk to us, let us know what you thought. And we really hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode. And we can't wait to have you guys join us again next week. <laughs>